Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Are you serious? Hello, there are plenty of ways to kill some time out there right now. You are killing some time with him, Nick Bright. And that guy over there, he's Marcus Bronzy. Before we continue today's show, let me just let you know about our website, which is howtokillanhour.com. If you go to it and type in howtokillanhour.com, then forward slash fam, F-A-M, you can join the fam which means we'll let you know about all of the cool ways that we've been killing time, some great giveaways and future things. And yes, Nick, I know you're giving me that GDPR look, bruv. We are GDPR compliant. Yeah, I was going to say, are you, have you sent your email out to your thousands and thousands of loyal subscribers? We have dropped the email, letting everyone know about our private... Are we actually going to do GDPR on the fucking show? <laughs> We're just going to do it. It's big in the tech world, mate. It is, yes. Yeah. So we've done our GDPR... And uh, if you go to howtokillanow.com forward slash privacy, you can get all information about our privacy settings. I'd love to know if there is somebody out. I mean, there will be. If there's people out there that actively seek out these things, you know, how many hits is that page going to get? How many how many people care enough to go to the privacy page to actually have a look? Right. Can you promise me that you'll stop me as soon as this gets too boring for the audience? Stop now. I'm joking. <laughs> There's going to be groups of lawyers going around looking at websites, calling up people and saying, listen, I don't want you to be scared, but you could potentially face three years in jail and a massive fine if this isn't done right. We can, however, for the cost of whatever, they will uh, sort out your GDPR stuff for you. That's what's going to happen. This sounds like a scam. This sounds like some kind of scheme. Like, (laughs) you know, oh... Uh, it's like, have you had an accident at work? Yeah. Have you ever taken out a loan of £10,000 and above? You could be owed thousands of pounds in PPI. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, yeah, GDPR compliant we are. What's been your most annoying GDPR email this week? Do you know what? It's, I couldn't single out a, a particular email, but the most annoying thing about GDPR at the moment for me is... I thought that, ev- and, and a lot of people thought this, every single company that was holl- hollering at you, everyone thought, oh, well, they're hollering at you saying, please, please let me carry on sending you emails, mm, please. Mm. But they're not. Some of them are doing that, and they're yeah. the ones that you'll never hear from again. The other ones are like, if you don't mind us emailing you, just ignore this email and just carry on as normal. Yeah. And they're the ones that are slipping through the net because half these emails that come through, I don't bother reading them, bro. They come through and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to piss off. And then next thing I know, Someone told me that some are opt-in and some are opt-out. Yeah. So some are shake it all about. So some emails are shaking it all around. And then some are like saying, <laughs> saying, yeah, you're in or out. 
But I think we're all going to benefit from a slightly lighter junk box yeah. in, in our emails. But one of the maddest things for me, Nick, was just, I was like, I've signed up to that. Yeah, yeah. And that. Yeah. And that. I mean, I don't even remember going to this zoo, let alone going to this like obscure cinema somewhere. I was like, like, at what stage has my data been shared from one place to another? Yeah. That's what got me I mean, that's about. that's the thing for me. You know, I was I was at home in front of my mum and dad, and then like all the Viagra sites came up, and I was like, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I've, I've never signed up for these. Honest, why are there always hot girls in my area trying to tell me that they're around? <laughs> um, you, yeah, mean, so you mean to tell me those girls aren't real? Um, sorry to break it to you bruv I just thought my area was full of hot single women like wherever I'm at Milk that's where the well. women are at yeah. wherever I am yeah yeah. I just thought they'd follow me around nah. well that's disappointing sorry about that man we might as well stop the pod now I'm, yeah. Like, I'm off yeah that was how to kill an hour uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did send out a, a fake GDPR email to a really small mailing list for personal people it's not even a mailing list it's like 30 people that I email stuff and I sent them a, a fake GDPR email saying I tried to mess with them saying basically I'm going to use your data all over the place for a laugh and uh, 90% of the people got back to me with the email I was like are people really are reading Who, their emails who's on this special Marcus Bronzy 30 person list you're on it Nick clearly uh, you were one of that 10% of the people that didn't answer stop lying um, you, didn't, so you didn't send uh, that email all, to me all of Nick's emails I've got I've got personal you're at nickbright.com private at nickbright.com Hot girls in your area at nickbrighton.com. All of those. Hot girls in your area.net. Yeah, that's dot it. Net. That's dot net, you know. That's a classic. Um, so, yeah, GDPR. If you're still like worried about it, just, just enjoy a lighter inbox is my advice for you. And just don't sign up for shit all the time. Like, mm. Or if. Hit, right, do you want to know my trick? Go I've, on. I've got a, a wonky email address and not a real email address that I just use to sign up for stuff I'm not sure about. So I use it like, do you want to use the Wi-Fi? Put in the email address. I put in that email address. I, do, I, do you want to do this? Yeah. I, I've just started putting in bogus info full stop when they're like, you know, when they're like, oh, yeah. um, sign up for Gatwick Airport, free Wi-Fi or whatever. Um, I always uh, just put in like, at gmail.com like that works that works but you know sometimes you might need a password to get into something and you're like remind me of my forgotten password unless you've got the d at gmail.com you are shagged anyway as we speak the reason I'm on my phone I'm being rude as we speak I'm signing up to the Wi-Fi in here with bogus info standard get on that open access Wi-Fi make sure you read our terms and conditions because I will be capturing your email and selling it to people so first name Dave (laughs) (laughs) second name Johnson Dave Johnson that's generic what a guy yeah, he's a nice guy. Oh seven seven five two three five one. Bruh, why are you four, putting in my number? Eight, five. My- <laughs> the thing is, that will be somebody's number. Ah, uh, right. So Nick and I haven't just been messing around with GDPR while he's finishing getting onto the Wi-Fi. I'm going to tell you about a game called Raging Justice. Right? It's from these from this creation company called Creation Company. From this production company called Making Games. M A K I N. It's an independent studio comprised of some retro, rare studio veterans. Now, Rare Games were behind loads of amazing content throughout the 90s. A lot of my favourite N64 games were Rare Games. Correct me if I'm wrong, one might have been GoldenEye, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, And was it Banjo-Kazooie Rare? I don't know. Banjo-Kazooie. There were some great games that they dropped in the 90s. Apologies if I got the Rare references wrong, but... 90s console mm. games have a lot of retro love, right? right. <laughs> now, there's one type of game that I've been waiting to get my hands on, and that is the co-op beat-em-up game. So, yeah. 
beat em up games everyone knows street fire it's, it's me versus nick it's nick versus someone else this raging justice game brings back the two-player co-op game where it's two players kicking the booty out of ai in computer games and uh my favorite one had to be streets of rage yeah streets of rage was so live like i could have played that for hours when you're just like walking through the different stages beating people up eating, oh. the, eating the turkeys oh. grabbing the metal pipes oh my gosh one of the best things about streets of rage nick was the music mm. uh oh man the tunes in streets of rage they were ultimately our oh, bruv can we just can we drop one on the show is that allowed what, what, a tune or a fart? A, a tune, a tune. Okay, uh, okay. Not a fart. That wouldn't be a very good idea. Can we drop one? <laughs> I feel like I can start skanking to this. Hey, hey. You could definitely sample this and put it in like a house tune now. It sounds like a the kind of house tune if you watch an old film and they walk it like two cops walk into a strip club. Yeah, yeah. And they're looking around. Yeah. They're looking for the suspect. Yeah. But you know, the mad thing is though, like, how, I'm not really like massive into house music. Funk will be way more qualified to talk about this, but this kind of sound is like back. Should we sample this and make a tune? I mean, maybe not that lead synth. Well, it gets, it gets saucy <laughs> in that though. I think it does, wait. <laughs> Why? Like this bit, this break, you could take this. Even that little Yeah, that's alright That's alright But you don't like when it drops into Yeah, when it starts going It's a bit much Yeah, it is (laughs) Right, anyway, sorry This is How to Kill an Hour The 80s retro That's that's a tune, man Vibes Um, So yeah, uh, one of the great things about it Was a theme tune And also it was just a good game You got to go on it with a mate This is well before you could go on the internet And plug your console in And play with your mates all over the world This was the only way I could play a computer game with you Instead of against you Games like this And and without sounding like a Like old man kind of Oh the olden days were so much better Mm Because you know they weren't Let's be honest Like I did like the whole Going around someone's yard To play computer games together That used to be like what are you like? Do you want to come to mine yeah. and play my new computer game tonight? Listen, do, doing doing the, the the stuff online is is great. I'm not, yeah, I'm, not I'm not someone here who's going to sit here and slate it. No way, because mm-hmm. it's obviously revolutionised the fact that you know you can play with your friends in America or whatever. But it isn't the same. Let's be real. It's not the same as going around someone's yard, sitting there, bantering face to face, trying to put them off, trying to grab their controller out of their hand, all of that stuff, and like playing Streets of Rage in that way. That was my childhood right there. Mm. Normally, like it was me and my brother. And my brother was like so, my brother is such a bad loser, right? When it comes to video games, he is so bad. So this was one of my favorite games to play <laughs> with him because you don't go against each other. You're, You're on right. the same team. Right. Yeah. So like if I played him at Tekken or anything like that, if I, if I, he's, he's, he's older than me. So he's normally, he normally beat me all the time. But if I got a lucky win against him, it was like peak. It was like touch and go as to whether I was going to get. Beatings, really? Did yeah. you, if you if you beat him, did you have to be humble? Did you have to be like, oh, I guess I, yeah, uh, yeah. I just exactly uh, that. I guess I just pressed those oh, buttons. Luckily, oh, it, must, it must have just been lucky, you know. Yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd be like dashing the controller like fully though. <laughs> the amount of controllers <laughs> that got broken, that like he was a controller breaker. Do you remember? Do you remember the rattly controller? Because I used to get dashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There were bits inside it that were like what? smashed. They, like, <laughs> it sounded like a I don't know, like a bag of nuts. Like yeah. this bag of nuts I've got here, something like that. Ooh. How to Kill an Hour, brought to you by KP Smokehouse Barbecue Flavor Peanuts. Not really, but those are what these are. I mean, if they do want to sponsor us, cool. I'd, 
Oh, hello. Sponsor. Just put my drink all yeah. over myself. Now you need you need like bibs. That's what you <laughs> we need to be sponsored by bibs. I think like, you literally noticed. just spilt the drink all over his top. I kind of lost myself when Nick was talking about a whole bag of nuts <laughs> and being sponsored by nuts out here. I got a little bit excited. He always loses himself when you talk about nuts on Marcus. So raging justice, right? Back, back to what we're doing. Back to what we're doing. So we love Streets of Rage. So when Raging Justice came around, it was a massive nod to the Streets of Rage franchise. And Nick and I got our hands on it just before we recorded the show. To find out exactly whether it lived up to the hype or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do we approach describing whether it lived up to the hype or not, Nick? It's it's very difficult, right? Because firstly, when you're trying to emulate or, or you've taken kind of inspiration from such a popular and iconic game, like Streets of Rage, it's it, it's when I say popular and iconic, it's not like... Street Fighter levels, but it was it was almost like a cult classic, yeah. you know. Like if you know about it, you know about it. And this style of game, it, it's the leader. Even now, I still feel like other games have tried to better it, but they haven't. So it's quite difficult in that sense. But from playing it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed this. You know, um, I didn't. I wasn't playing it, going, "Oh, it's all right." But Streets of Rage is better. I was just mm. playing it like in its own right and just enjoying it. I thought it was fun, and we did. I think we did like five, four or five stages and uh, we stopped and I could have definitely played it more. I, it weren't like, oh, five stages. Whew, thank God that's over. Yeah, it wasn't like on to the next one. It was kind of yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all right, maybe we should do the podcast now because, yeah, yeah. you know, we will end up do. trying to, yeah, we'll probably try, I'll probably end up trying to c- clock that game, yeah. complete it because it's just addictive, man. You know, on the day of recording this, the Champions League final is in a bit. So, you know, I've got to go and watch that. I've got to go and watch uh, Liverpool. Liverpool get spanked. Yeah, Liverpool hopefully get <laughs> smashed. That's what I've got yeah. to hope for, you know. What your, uh, I know it's in a footy podcast, but what's your prediction so for that? Do you reckon Liverpool are going to get absolutely battered? Well, I'm, I'm flipping hoping so, man. They're, they're, Liverpool fans are unbearable. Really? I can't take... The, the, they've been going about, on about the 70s since the 70s, bro. <laughs> There's people... I was born in the 80s. There's people born in my decade and after me who still talk about the 70s like they were around for it. If you're not from the UK, you don't follow Premiership football, just know every team's supporters has their own characteristics so you've got Man United supporters who tend to be arseholes in my opinion yeah, they're very all, annoying they're all fucking glory yeah. hunters yeah, as glory well hunters, yeah. you know, which means they support a team from the town they're not from exactly yeah if you meet a Man United supporter I think something like 90% of their supporters are not from Man- yeah. Manchester I mean area. if you're listening to this in America you probably know loads of them yeah but hey I support them yeah exactly cool David Beckham was yeah. awesome <laughs> um, so yeah if, uh, and Arsenal supporters tend to be very sad yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is their composition at the moment but Liverpool supporters all they talk about is the history the of past. the club, oh. the past. The, they're, oh, they're unbearable. Man. They used to be oh. good, and now they're not that good. Yeah. And like they're through to the Champions League final. I don't know how they've managed that. To be honest with you, the Champions League is like the Super Bowl, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if they win this, they will be going on about this in 2056. You will be me, and you will be old, and then you'll be some Liverpool fan. Was like, oh, we were the best. We remember when we won the Champions League final in 2018. You'll like, never stop hearing about it. I'm actually going to go and watch it with a guy that's from Runcorn, which is close yeah, to I Liverpool. I know exactly where it is, man. Um, and he is not going to shut up all night long unless so they lose. If I mean, they lose, he'll you'll never get another word out of it. We won't shut up all yeah. night long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what Liverpool supporters are like. I don't know how we got there from talking about Rage and Justice, but yes, uh, other bits of Rage and Justice that I like that were nice 
throwbacks to the Streets of Rage franchise were the the power ups. Mm-hmm. So if you lose energy by getting beaten up by one of the uh, characters that's on these mean streets uh, of a city that I don't even know what city is. It looks like a kind of heart. Some of it looks like New York and some of it looks like LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, just generic it's, American city. I was about to say. I did like the power ups though, Nick. Sandwiches, apples, and turkey or yeah. chicken and burgers, burgers as well. I, f- I didn't. I the only thing I didn't get because I weren't really paying that much attention when I was picking them up. To be fair, is uh, I couldn't understand the ratio between like each food item because yeah. I ate a sandwich and it felt like it did nothing. I think maybe they've kind of this is where they brought it into the future. They've thought about the calorific value of it, right. and they're like, "That's a sandwich has got carbs in it, but it's not going to match protein." And when you're out there on these streets, you need high protein food. That is why the chicken or the turkey probably always gave you maximum yeah, yeah. health. The turkey is the one to be fair. Because if I ate a whole turkey every day, I'd be banging that gym to pieces, mate. What what makes me laugh about these these type of games though is the way they consume a whole turkey in literally <laughs> half a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eating it whole. <laughs> I mean, there is one character in it who probably could, to be fair. The big right, fat looks like guy. he's eating all the turkeys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also the fact that you can be on the brink of death and somebody has battered your face and you eat a turkey. All right. Yeah, we'll exactly. Off. Fine. I know what um, I'm doing on my deathbed when I'm yeah. dying. I'll be like, quick, someone get me a turkey. <laughs> quick, I've seen it on all the games. I need to eat it all. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, one thing they did add to it, though, which is they did take to the next level with the weapons. So in Streets of Rage, I remember you could pick up things like knives and baseball bats. So but metal, metal pipe as well. Metal pipe, do you yeah. remember? Yeah. Um, and in this game, in, in Rage Injustice, they took it to the next level. You had swords, you had axes. Yeah. Uh, you could ride certain... Well, fuck it. Nick was on a tractor running people yeah. over at one point. Baseball bat, you've um, got... Um, what else have you got? You got like an axe. Did you say an axe? You an, got like axe an axe, yeah. Thing. Dynamite. You can throw back Dynamite. at people. Um, dustbins. Dustbins. You can trash pick cans. Up trash cans. Yeah. Uh, you can pick up anything and just throw it around and smash people. One thing that we did turn off though, and I think this would have got annoying if we didn't when we started the game was friendly fire because these scenes, there's so much stuff flying around. If you don't have friendly fire off, you still get hit and you fall down and that. But yeah. I think that's what helped us get a little bit further through the levels because Nick was throwing some wild punches out there. I was throwing some wild kicks. You were it- throwing some wild dynamite. <laughs> like every every time I was doing it, you were blowing me up with dynamite. I was like, bruv, bruv. Bruv, I'm sorry, like, man. Sorry. But yeah, the, the, the friendly fire thing, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I think in Streets of Rage, I can't. I think it might have been def- default. You 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 could hit your partner, but it didn't hurt them. I think. I maybe. think if we hit each other, it, it took a tiny bit of life off. Right. Like it. I could took like a. I don't know. A pixel off. Yeah. That was quite a lot back in the day. But, but, but the thing. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took a little bit of life off. The thing is with this is it's like, if you don't have that turned off, if you don't disable it, there's so much going on on the screen. You know, I don't want to give away too much. You know, because if you if you played a game, I want you to experience it as if you don't know what's going to happen. But there's a particular scene where it's like there's loads of people you're fighting you know there's literally the whole screen is filled up with people and like you can't even really make out where your bloody character is let alone where your partner's character is and then it's like you're just throwing punches and it it would just be a nightmare I would have liked it if they did I think Streets of Rage did this like our characters had slightly more standout clothes yeah yeah I would have liked that and they had did they have like a like a thing above their head 
your character like a like a one like a one p or a two p. I you don't know, think like, so, but you know what? I wouldn't be upset if I could turn that option on yeah, just, just to see my players. Yeah, head. so you know where you are. Like yeah. in that particular scene, I just couldn't. I, I, I lost my player completely. I didn't know where she was. Flurry of punches. Yeah, I was Nick just was underneath. I was button bashing mad hard, just like yeah. don't know where she's gone. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, the buttons are pretty easy as well. That's why I like that game. Pick it up, play it. I yeah. reckon anyone could scoot around. What did you think of the bosses and stuff in it? I felt like they got a bit creative with it. The bosses were quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. Very f- interesting yeah, coloured. Yeah. Some of them were really hard to beat as well, yeah, which is obviously yeah. what you expect when you it comes to, you know, the bosses of levels and that. Yeah. But like, I, I was losing bare lives. I don't know whether <laughs> it's just because I'm shit or what, but I was just getting battered. We played it on normal and we were losing lives yeah. very easily. I can't imagine what it's like on tough guy mode because that's what it's called. <sighs> the the like, hard is tough guy mode. Who knows? Who like, knows? I don't I don't fancy that. What do you reckon about the challenges that they had in it? So every level you had a challenge. like You had to, you can arrest perps, by the way. That's something that I don't remember in Shoots of Rage. So what do you think about the challenges like arrest three perps or arrest these specific people or hit four people with a baseball bat at the same time and stuff like that what do you think about those little challenges that weren't in the 90s versions of these games I thought I thought the challenges were good little little incentive for you to to be getting on with whilst you're playing the only thing I will say about it is arresting people you had to wait for them to be like dazed mm. dizzy and that, that would either be on the floor or um, standing up but it, it felt like it was completely random when they were going to be dizzy or dazed and some people just didn't get dizzy or dazed and then you would like you would basically punch them until they die and then you'd lose your... Because there were certain people you had to arrest, right? They're, you can arrest anyone when they're dizzy or dazed, but they're, they're, at the start of the level, it's there's like three people's names because yeah. each, each enemy's got a name. So it's like three people's names come up and they're normally like flashing in red in the game when you're playing it. So that's a sign to say this is the person you need to arrest. But they would never get dizzy. And then also on top of that, you know, some might say this is realistic, but... So it's a bit annoying if you're if you've got a weapon in your hand and you're just swinging with the weapon and you hit someone who you need to arrest they just die instantly yeah like if you slap somebody with a baseball bat they ain't coming back yeah, basically yeah. But yeah. I'm just thinking to myself like I don't know they, I, I almost feel like they, they, I, they could even be because we didn't play it for that long and I didn't really scope out too much of the buttons but there needs to be a way for you to induce people into um, a state of daze I feel like if you do a particular move it makes them dazed so you can arrest them and like a Get daze I mean? combo yeah like if you if you do like a you know like you say a particular combo on somebody like a you know circle square circle triangle or something they're definitely going to get dazed because mm. otherwise it just felt a bit random and when there's so many other characters on the screen attacking you and punching you and blah 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 you haven't got time to focus on one person to try and arrest them so there is that but it's minor mm. you know I like being able to kick people when they're on the floor yeah that was quite fun you can kick you can punch them on the floor as well really yeah yeah my, my character kept uh, when someone's on the floor she was just like poof <laughs> like punching them in the head like UFC bruv sick man I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play some more of it and I will be over the next few weeks definitely a game that I'll stick on when I've got guys around as well like lads around playing lads. out of five what are we going to give this then do you reckon Nick out of five I'm going to go for I'm going to go for 4.5 I enjoyed it bro yeah cool I like that I like that where, where does it lose the point five then Nick just, just, in the, just in the arrest the, in arrest. the arresting yeah, situation yeah. So, uh, the, the, the sitch I was on about but other than that like really really playable okay uh, you could you can play it on your own and enjoy it or you could play it with friends cool and it's a laugh I'm gonna give it a four 
I'm going to give it, it's going to lose half a point for that and half a point for something that they can redeem in an update, which is a different color costume for the main characters when they're playing. So they stand out a little bit more. Yeah. Or maybe like you said, Nick, an option for a little arrow above their head. Yeah. Because it got hectic in certain scenes. There were so many fists flying around. You don't, and if, if imagine if we like didn't turn friendly fire to the setting where you weren't hurting me every time you hit me, bruv, we'd just be losing lives yeah. everywhere. You'd just be punching up your mates, basically. Exactly. Which isn't cool. All the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Nick, onto stuff that exists in the real world. I don't know if you saw this on my Insta story. Uh, we've put the videos up on the Hans Canal website. We got our hands on these things called nano leaves, which are modular lights. Very frigging cool. I suggest you click the link in the show description to look at these because this is a podcast that goes into your ears. There's only so much that we can explain. Oh, by the way, there's a video of us playing Raging Justice. Link for that will be in the show description as well. There you Have go. Look at that. There we go. Uh, but these things called nano leaf lights, right, Nick? They're triangle panels. And the triangle panels have three connectors. Imagine a triangle that has e- an equilateral triangle. Yeah. Equal I, sides. Yeah. Uh, it has, uh, on each of the sides, there's a plug on it. Pythagoras theorem. Mm, you know it. Mm. Which is three point no, pi. That's pi. That's pi. Pythagoras that? theorem is to do with triangles. Isn't Pythagoras theorem used with pi? don't think so. <laughs> Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, can we can we Google this? I'll like I'll, I'll do Should've it right gone now. School. Uh, not. Pythagoras and pi. They're not the same. Oh god, let me read it. Right. In mathematics, the Pythagorean theorem, also known as Pythagoras theorem, is a fundamental relation in geometry among the three sides of a right triangle. It states that the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the squares of the other two sides. Boring! So it's not got, the pi, it's not got pi in it at all, the 3.146587. No. No. no, that's different. Okay, all right. You were just, th- you were just thinking of pies, Should mate. have thought about more things than girls' bum bums at school, school, shouldn't I? Stop looking at the girls wearing the tight clothes at school. You should have went to school. Should have just turned up to, to school. Should have went to, should have went to school. Hey! So, uh... A triangle which has equal size. Imagine it's a, a panel that can light up. You can connect these nano leaf panels up into very various shapes, all different types of shapes. And apparently, you can connect up to thirty panels. Plug one of the panels into the uh, power, and you have a set of panels which you can assign different colours to. Amazing, right? That's cool. Yeah, I guess it looks alright. You can slap them up in your studio. Probably even slap them up in the DJ booth. Wicked. But they've taken them another step further, which is the rhythm kit. And you slap that onto one of the triangles, and that has a small microphone in it and a headphone jack. Now the small microphone picks up sound. So now, when you set the nano leaves to the rhythm kit mode, when there's sound that's playing, they light up in a different way. So it's like. This used to be relatively expensive to install lights like this in Disco clubs. Disco lights. You can have a full-on friggin' rave in your room. A few producers, I, I know Jeremy from uh, Boy Better Know, he has a set of Nano Leaf lights. I don't know if he's got the rhythm kit or not. He uses it. Uh, and a few other producers have been slapping them in their studios to kind of create ambient light. Yeah, ambiance. Apparently, when you have ambient light, Nick, you are more productive. Apparently so. So that's yeah. the Nano Leaf Life, uh, Nano Leaf Lights. Please check them out um, via howtokillanhour.com or via the, the link in the show description. Just because they visually look amazing. It sounds sick. What's the rough? What's the rough costage? 
you're looking at about 180 quid. Okay. For a, is that for a rhythm kit? You get the rhythm kit. You get the lights. I'll, d- I'll double check this now on the show for you because I don't want to. I don't want to give you a wrong price. One hundred and eighty. Go to our good old general store, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, man. All what right. did we all do before that? I ordered something same day delivery the other day. It was that that shit was revolutionary, mate. That is when you get that. It's amazing. So the panels. Starter kits, 179 quid. The rhythm kit is 50 quid by itself. If you purchase them together in a pack, I know you can get them for a little bit cheaper. There is right. a pack out there. Uh, and yeah, they honestly are really, really cool. Um, have I described them in a way that you understand what they are, Nick? They're just lighting panels by yeah, the sounds of it. But yeah. they look friggin' awesome, yeah. man. And you can uh, have them set up to your smart home, if that, then this, all those sorts of bits. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Another thing that's a little bit weird, Nick, is this shirt here. Right, okay. I did see you bring this in and I was like, why the hell has he brought this shirt in? It's a California cowboy shirt. Now, this is a smart shirt. This shirt is packed full of things. I'm going to hand the shirt over to Nick and let him describe to you. Because like the great broadcaster that he is, he'll be able to explain exactly what he is seeing and what is going on right now. Right. So Nick is holding the shirt and looking at it like, this ain't smart. What's your first impression of this shirt, Nick? It's quite heavy. Very heavy. Yeah. And that is the tools that, that are... Uh, the re- that, That's one of the reasons why it's so heavy, Nick. Right. Well, I can feel in the pocket there's some kind of spongy... There is a spongy device in there. Hmm. Do you want me to get it out? Yeah, and get it out. It shouldn't be spongy when you whip it out. So... The California Cowboy shirt is firstly is really, really comfortable and it has a secret pocket to keep all of your gadgets clean and safe from water. Now, Nick, that gadget, that pocket is actually, if you turn the shirt around, you can actually see that little, see that little black zip there? Yeah. That is a safe dry pocket where you can put your gadgets in. You can whip them in there. And so that's, can you fit your phone in there? There's actually some other tools in there. You can get what those the hell out is as well. This? We'll describe the other stuff that's in that pocket as well. Can you whip your phone in that pocket? Yeah. 
Definitely. You can do that to keep your gadget safe. There's a sunglasses loop to keep your eye protectors safe as well. And those should be... He's zipping it up again. Let me zip, Broken a zip. Let me zip the pocket up again. Uh, zip the ting. There's a, a sunglasses holder somewhere. somewhere on one of the top buttons there. So you can have your sunglasses oh, yeah. hanging oh, up yeah. there. Okay, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, there's a bottle pocket. And a, a kazooie to keep your drinks with you at all times. You can't be losing them beers. Now, the bottle pocket is like the secret pocket at the back. What the hell, man? All right, okay. <laughs> That's a bottle pocket. Oh, no, it isn't. That's a bottle pocket. It's a bottle pocket at the back to put a bottle in. Yeah. Uh, it also has conversation cards and a bottle opener. Right, so and that's then, what these uh, are. And then, a, and then a bottle insulator, which keeps a bottle nice and cool. Right, that's the bottle opener. I can right, I'll that. have a look at the bottle opener. Shall I give you some conversation starting music, maybe, for you to, to, to try these conversation openers with us, Nick? All right. Bottle opener's pretty... So- oh, gosh, bottle opener. Woo! Is it a switch this one? bottle opener looks well nice. Look at it. It looks... It's got a gold finish to it. Yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. classy as... Listen, if somebody needs a bottle opening... You can come up, you know, like in the movies and someone would be like, hey, uh, do you want a lighter for that cigarette? Mm. This is a very fancy. What was this for, though? Uh, Nick's holding up a bottle shaped uh, insulation device, which actually keeps your bottle of beer cool when you've got it in your bottle pocket. Great. So, Nick, I'm going to get some conversational music. All right. So I'm in a bar. Okay. Stop texting. Okay. Oh, so if someone's texting, you're supposed to tell me to stop texting. Hey, what's your name? I'm Should just, we go get a drink? I'm just reading this. Okay. Use your words. Oh, it's maybe it's pr- to stop you from from not focusing on conversation. That feels like something you tell yourself. Go fun yourself. That's the next one. Uh, okay. That's what I mean. These aren't really like, oh, you just sound mental. <laughs> like, if, if they're trying to help you sound mental with your smart-ass shirt on, like, um, hey, sailor. Nah, nah. Oh, it's a good one. Even you could get laid in a place like this. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, I'll take a big one. Did he say? Yeah, he said I'll take a big one. That's a good. That's a good conversation, though. Mind if I do a J? That means roll a, have a spliff. Right, know. okay, right, California Cowboys. Me and Nick will give you some good chat yeah, lines. You should have right? came to us, mate. Should've these cards, are, these ain't gonna help. You're better off just saying, let me tell you about your shirt. Uh, can I tell you about my shirt? Exactly. It's more interesting than, yeah, nah, than nah. these. Nick than and I have got you, right? Right, Nick. Let's give them a couple of good sharp lines each, right? All right, what you got? Hey, baby. Did it hurt? Oh, God. When, when did it hurt? When you fell from heaven. That's the most played out chat up line ever. I ain't got chat up lines. I'm just like... Yo, babes. You like grime? Because <laughs> you look dirty. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to use that. I'll let you know how that goes on. And we're going to give that to Billy. That's the California Cowboys shirt. One of the things I do like about it is you see the inside material, Nick. Yeah. It's a towel. You can towel off with it. I know what they're trying to do, right? <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I hear that. But I'm just, I, it just, I'm just not gonna do that. I I'm, feel like I'm selling it to you. I'm not gonna step out of the shower and be like, "Wah, bloody hell!" Phew. I ain't got time to towel myself. Let me just whack my fucking. 
Let me whack my shirt on. See ya. Right. What next? They're going to get fucking towel trousers as well. I could just imagine somebody at a party getting out of the pool, toweling themselves off with their shirt and just turning to someone else saying, yeah, stop texting. Stop texting. <laughs> All right. Mate, they mugged you with this as well. They gave you a double XL. Mate, they're trying to say you're fat. It's a slim fit. And uh, maybe I've had Slim a few carbs. No wonder it's so heavy. Yeah. It's like double XL. <laughs> All right. Fucking so hell, that was mate. a California Cowboy shirt. Now, on something a bit more techie, I hope you've seen a video for this floating around online. That we tried out something called the Mic Me, which is a supremely powerful microphone. Now, Nick works in radio. I've worked in radio and loads of sound production environments. Having a good microphone is very important. So what makes this different? Nick, please reveal to the listener what makes this microphone different. Well, apparently the mic me can be used in a loud environment mm-hmm. and give you clarity. Exactly. Uh, even when there is loads of background noise. Exactly. Like I said, we, we've thrown a video up on howtokillanhour.com with me testing out this microphone in loads of different areas. How did we do this so easily, though? The mic me is a cordless microphone. It plugs into nothing. It has its own memory in it, has its own power supply. Yep. Yeah. And it, you can control it with a phone or anything connected to it. It works standalone by itself. Yep. Now... You can also connect it to your phone and you can also connect it to your computer. More about that in just a sec. But in the video, I was literally holding it in my hand and talking into it. In fact, what I'll do now, Nick, is I'll turn it on. You were, you were at a building site, if I remember correctly. That is right. Uh, apparently 16 gigabyte of internal uh, audio memory for up to 360 hours of audio. That's it. That's it. So, right, what I'm going to do now, Nick, is I'm going to ask you to hold it and you can read through... The, Everything that it does, right. and I'll get you to hold it. It's recording right now. Right. And so, we'll switch onto the Mic Me now. This is the Mic Me microphone, black gold 16 gigabyte, a wireless microphone and audio recorder. One inch gold plated true condenser capsule, 16 gigabyte internal audio recorder for up to 360 hours of audio. 18 to 22,000 kilohertz extended frequency response, 24 bit slash 96 kilohertz studio grade quality, and secure wireless audio streaming. Just kind of, I'm holding it now, just kind of just talk into it normally, like it just feels so intuitive. And the other thing about the mic me as well, sorry, I've just been fiddling around with my hands, is that you can actually plug it into your laptop or or a PC and it will actually when the new firmware update comes out which we've actually got our hands on the beta version here when the new firmware update comes out you can actually use this as a USB microphone so this will be the first time in the world you can get the studio quality condenser microphone uh, like this connected to a USB device so you can get very very high quality studio output from something that is self-powered has its own memory in it as well and also with the app you can turn it on Connect it to your phone with Bluetooth, shoot stuff on your phone and have great quality sound as well. So you could have a mate filming an interview, Nick, uh, and then you put together, edit when you're editing together the video, you have high quality sound with it as well. So we could be at a loud conference or something. In fact, I probably will be using this when we go to conferences in the future. Someone's filming me from like a few meters away. You wouldn't hear anything usually unless you've got a mic 
uh, you usually have to mic yourself up and then or have a mic that you can point in someone's face. This you can literally hold in your hand and go from there. Right, we'll switch back to the microphones in the studio now. How, I mean, fi- like physically, Nick, what do you think of it looks-wise? Like, does it look... It's, like, it's interesting. Does it, does, it, it's, does it look like it can do what it can do? Because when I saw it, I was like, it doesn't do whatever. That's what I thought, if yeah. I'm honest. And I, and I, I have to agree, because it, it basically just looks like a square box. You know, it's, it's it's a square box about the size of the palm of your hand. Um, it's quite light. It's like three iPhones thick. Yeah, in I'd thickness. Say. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's literally. It's it. It just. You, if I walked in somewhere and saw this in the corner, I, I wouldn't really think anything of it. I wouldn't think, oh, that's a an incredible, uh, uh, amazing microphone. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But looks can be deceiving um, yeah. because by the sounds of it. This shit is off the chain. It is, it is. And what you, I mean, when you saw the video online, did you, were you like, oh, yeah, yeah? I mean, right. it looked good. Yeah. Uh, the video I saw was you uh, talking into a normal clip mic mm-hmm. at one point, and then uh, switching to the mic me, I think it was, mm. and uh, you were in front of a building site, so there was like a pneumatic grill <sighs> and all that. And uh, there was definitely an improvement in audio quality when you did the switch. Mm. All right, cheers, bruv. Well, yeah, that's the mic me. Check out the video at HowToKillItNow.com. Uh, <laughs> this has been How To Kill It Now. I've had, uh, it's been good catching up with you, Nick. Yeah, yeah, good to see you, man. Yeah, good man. to chat to you as always. Always. Don't forget, you can check out everything that we've spoken about on the show, apart from Nick's lies, because we now have a time machine and a video camera. Plus, if we did have those, it would be a bit weird to just go back and video this guy yeah. messing with cats and vases. It, it definitely happened, though. It'd be an elaborate lie to make up. Nah, um, I reckon it did happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I reckon you've got that in you. Yeah, 100%. I, I definitely and I mean have. that in a nice way. Uh, if you want to check out anything that we've spoken about on today's show, please check out the links in the show description. Or if you want to head straight to howtokillanhour.com, that is great. You can also join the How to Kill an Hour fam. The How fam. can you do that, Nick? By going to the website, howtokillanhour.com forward slash fam. That's right. And we are GDPR friendly. Hey, you won't get spammed. No, I will. I'll spam the shit out of you. What should we spam everyone with this week? Um, I'm going to take a picture of my ass and send it to you four times. Is that count as spam? No, that counts as a gift. I I was going to say, I reckon the sign up from the female persuasion will be through the roof. Better wipe my ass then before I take that picture. Better give it a wash. Sit down or stand up though. No, we're not going there again. We're not going there again. Have you have you been keeping up with uh, CJ Beats? Have you heard his his? Uh, Oh my Nick, I, I did see. I did see, You've seen? I seen no. the video. Okay, okay. I saw that sort of video that you put up. Gosh, I was going to say. Uh, I haven't been following CJ Beats around to see how he uh, wipes his ass, basically. I do suggest you go a couple of episodes back and listen to the Wide Awake episode. And I have a feeling for the rest of 2018, Nick, we're going to have to be asking our guests whether they sit down or stand up when they wipe. Because mm. it is just this it's the gift that keeps on giving i'm learning think people are doing things when they're wiping that i have never even contemplated doing mm. i'm boring i'm mr yeah. wipe sit down yeah quick wipe out nick i've been in the room with the majority standers bruv well they're, they're all they're absolute, among us they're nutters they're among us bruv i mean thank god billy's not here today because <sighs> you know He's a stander. Bro, some people are turning around. Oh, anyway, listen to the hot white awake episode. <laughs> right, I've been Marcus Bronzy. I've been Nick Bright. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.